0: Yo, I'm Chad, and this is Eric, and together we are Jumpman. Yeah,
1: wow. uh, Lay down the heavy metal guitars.
0: <laughs> that's yes, right.
1: Eric, it's time to unleash the good.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's right. Little Nikki reference. <laughs> Drop <dropping> it on ya, <laughs> like a ton of bricks. Anyway, uh, somebody pointed out yesterday, Eric, that uh. You know, we've been a little irate lately. I think uh, I think we've been a little uh, a little too negative
1: in our whoa, opinions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this wee shit? <laughs> what is this wee shit, Mr. smarter than everyone else in the movie theater? I mean, I mean the royal wee Eric, of course. There's I'm very positive on this show. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> well, you know, well, maybe maybe it is just me. Maybe perhaps perhaps I've just taken it upon myself to be irked and irritable about everything in the world.
1: Yeah, man. You poop on stuff. I I just... I went to nine summer movies and only gave one a bad review. Well, oh, That is very good of you, Eric. I, I even had nice things to say about the Adam Sandler movie. The only movie I shit on was Prometheus. Hmm. In fact, when you think about it, it's like, the only real things I ever dump on on this podcast are Prometheus, George Lucas messing up the prequels, and our personal enemy, Shia LaBeouf. Right. I think that maybe you need to look in the mirror chad i'm looking and be a little more positive
0: i'm looking at that beautiful man in the mirror yes oh he's he's looking good he's you, attractive yeah are you telling him to change his ways possibly
1: there's no <laughs> message got to bend and clear if you want to make the podcast a better place take a look at yourself and make that change i'm gonna
0: change person in the mirror i'm gonna change i'll I'll stop i'll stop hating things hey everything's great
1: when chris brown stopped beating women he sang this song at an award show he channeled michael jackson's man in the mirror so now you are going to sing it channel it and now you are going to be positive
0: okay he even even
1: fake cried wow so i'm just saying good for him might need to you know, choke up a little bit.
0: Well, well, just like Chris Brown, I cannot absolve my my, my previous uh, crimes, as in they're always gonna hang over my head. People will always be able to go back and listen to those previous podcasts. But I but I gotta tell you, Eric, being a thirty-something uh, year old gamer looking for like new material and um, having having like the geek world constantly not impress you, it it, it throws you into this whirlpool
1: of, like, negativity for the things that you used to, like, love and enjoy. Chad, you just have to appreciate the little things in life, like farts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Every time you fart, you should laugh. Okay. Just just do that today. Just start with the little things. It will yeah. help you. Go down to the corner store, talk to mm-hmm. the Greek man there, and buy yes. some chocolate milk. <laughs> chocolate milk is the best. We know this... I don't know if they sell chocolate milk in my neighborhood. Oh, see that's your problem. Move out of your neighborhood to one that sells <laughs> chocolate milk. I mean, not only is it the best snack of all time, but now they're saying that it's actually what they recommend that you drink after a workout. What? Yeah. Some What's... of the some of the natural ingredients in chocolate milk actually help your um muscles uh recover faster than anything else.
0: That's amazing. That's like that's like
1: harry potter style uh magical properties yeah man like weightlifters do it when i run half marathons they hand out chocolate milk afterwards
0: what that's that's insane i mean like did one scientist who's sponsored by chocolate milk like (laughs) publish a paper that's like yes chocolate milk especially the yoohoo brand will uh will be the best workout thing no that that just sounds kind of productive
1: there's because you would have think that maybe the lactic acid would be bad for your muscles but no some something about there's a protein building enzyme in just chocolate milk, not regular milk, that helps your muscles recover and re-knit faster. Let
0: me tell you what it is. It's chocolate. I mean, I, dude, uh, there there was a sale down at the supermarket the other day. Mm. Three for five on giant candy bars. And mm. let me tell you, I always buy giant candy bars. So I was like, I had like an yeah. arm load coming yes. up to the front and I was just like, I will take all of the candy bars.
1: Badoosh! Yes. Dropping them so my conveyor belt. So, since your wave of negativity is obviously affecting our listeners, obviously, then this episode is going to be filled with nothing but love to prove that the Jumpman Podcasts are lovers of loving love. That's right. To quote the I'm Aquabats,
0: make, I'm I'm making the circle of love with my hands over my
1: head. That's right. Circle of love, baby. And even though, and even though someone from Belarus tried to hack my Facebook, I'm going to forgive them. Oh, my God. Facebook notified me today. They're like, uh, hey, w- we noticed some activity yesterday. Did you log in from Belarus? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. And they're like, oh, well, here, change your password. And, of course, I looked up at the uh, network to make sure it was HTTPS to make sure it wasn't, you know, a phishing scam making me give them my password. But it had the S mm-hmm. on it. Hmm. So I did change my password.
0: That's good. So, did you uh, – what,
1: what, what was your old password uh, password password? No, my old password was good. So, I don't know, someone must have fished a little bit or someone in Belarus is just really good at hacking me. But you know what? I forgive you, person from <laughs> Belarus, cuz this podcast is nothing about negativity and it's all about love. So, let's talk about things that we love, Chad. Well, Eric, I'm going to I'm going to pull the ultimate right here. I'm going to
0: uh I'm I'm not going to retract the statements that I have said about a particular game.
1: Uh yes. but I
0: but I'm instead going to tell you listeners why you should play Final Fantasy VIII.
1: Okay, now you have. This is what started it. You said that Final Fantasy VIII sucks.
0: That's right. I said, uh. What, what, what did I say exactly? I think I said something like, like, uh. Like, God damn, this game sucks ass, but the music. Mm. The music makes me cry inside. Big manly tears.
1: Yeah. I didn't really hear everything you just said there. You broke up cuz the negativity did not go into Oh,
0: excuse me. Our excuse call, me. That, but that, that that's right. That, that that was previous. It was previous. No, seriously, so. I just couldn't hear what you're saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and Uh-oh. I've been
1: on I've been on the record that I never played Final Fantasy, VIII, but I I watched you play it and I was a big fan of the card game. Right. Big fan. I love the card game. I was like, "Win the Cactus character. This is it, Chad. Win the Cactus." <laughs> and I always wanted you to play the Cactus like well before Yu-Gi-Oh started. I just wanted to play the cactus card in Final Fantasy Eight. Right. I actually I think
0: there's a monster in Yu-Gi-Oh that corresponds to the Cactus card. That's awesome. It's like one thousand needles. Mm. So uh so yeah, yeah. Triple Triad. It was actually it was a lot of fun. The the minigame that started uh you know, Final Fantasy six or excuse me, Final Fantasy Seven had a ton of minigames. Final Fantasy Eight had one minigame. And that's the uh triple triad card game. And yeah, actually it was a lot of fun. It yeah. was like a highlight it was just like all right, here I go. I'm logging in for a few hours of Final Fantasy 8, and I'm just going to play the card game.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It's just like Pokemon and shit like that. You wanted to collect other people's best stuff and be in, go up against with your shit and it was so strategic.
0: Yeah. It, and actually like you would uh, if you defeated somebody in the field, you would you would get to pick their best card. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Yeah, but just and just like the 6-year-old inside of me whenever I lost and they would take my card, I would say, no uh and reset, yeah, you
1: were a cheating bastard <laughs> what it's like
0: well well what's what was hard about triple Triad was that um it's a card game based on uh skill and strategy, <clears throat> but also how kick ass your cards are, so uh, if you wanted to get to go up against like the big boys, you had to have like amazing cards, and if you ever lost, they would take your best card every single time, so it it almost made it uh the system was almost
1: leaning towards like. Better not lose ever. No, you just have to go back out, beat someone else, take their card, and keep going. That is true. That is very true. Fight with honor, like a uh, tur- Ninja Turtle would, Chad. I think I think certain Ninja Turtles, back me up,
0: Raphael, would reset the console. Wow, you are really <laughs> breaking
1: up. I can barely hear you.
0: Wow, yeah. I wonder if it's our... Inter- you know, my internet connection's been spotty for like the last couple of days. Mm. That's right. So, anyway, so Final Fantasy VIII came out in 1999, and it- September, and I bought it, like, almost day one. I was so pumped for this game. We had the Pizza Hut demo disc with uh, with, with cinematics that were changed from the demo disc to Final Fantasy VIII. They had, um, whatchamacallit, the demo disc had, uh, uh, Eric, of course, you know the movie The Rock.
1: Yes, one of the greatest movies of all time.
0: That's right, and you know the Rock soundtrack, it goes like, dun 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 dun, dun, dun. Or, actually, no, it's Final Fantasy But I can't, I can't remember the Rock soundtrack, but there's a certain theme on the Rock soundtrack that was totally stolen and inserted into Final Fantasy 8's soundtrack, and it was totally abused on the demo disc from Pizza Hut.
1: Hmm. Mm. I, I just... I like that this one was all on airships. I thought that was interesting that they were on airships.
0: There was a lot of, uh... There was a lot of, like, um... What I really liked about the, the story was you're, like, you're a student in a school training warriors right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a warrior school and there's like a rival school out there somewhere and uh, and not only do you travel and whoop ass on the rival school's uh, school but then the whole entire school like flies up into the sky and then your school flies up too and there's like dueling school battles like the schools are slamming into each other while the students fight it out on the ground
1: and there was one airship captain that was like a bunny rabbit
0: bunny rabbit.
1: Wasn't there uh, Wasn't there an airship captain that was like, what the fuck is this little white furry guy doing?
0: I don't remember that at all.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know. The The magical creature featured in this game never came back to the Final Fantasy franchise. It was called a Muba. Mo- a and in the, uh, it actually like really cool, it was introduced in this desert prison scene after you failed to kill the, uh, the main villain of the, uh, of the game for the first time, mm. you go you go to prison, and as your your best friend from high school is torturing you, because uh, he's an asshole, a uh, fucking cipher. Uh, yeah, you're introduced into the the cute characters of the series to kind of like even it out. And they're called Moombas, and they're okay. like it's it's like a lion <laughs> and like a moogle like head babies. So Those like gigantic lion head, gigantic paws that are even bigger than their heads and just tiny little bodies and uh just like in like the dark crystal they were oppressed they were like a slave people that you helped uh you helped to uh to free when you're escaping from the desert prison i really like the uh the story and some of the characters of final fantasy 8 you know it was like it's this cool like it's almost like he-man in that there's like swords and sorcery combined and uh, you're mm-hmm. whooping ass you're trying to save the future from this evil future the thing that I liked about Final Fantasy same... 8
1: was eh? that when you got far enough in the storyline you had to flip the disc and put in a new disc and that's when you're like oh shit I'm really doing well because now I've got to put in the next disc yeah dude it had three discs I, I believe
0: it had three discs maybe it had four I think I think there was three Final Fantasy 7 had had uh, four discs or excuse me three discs anyway but you're right so uh let's see not only was the the story pretty awesome and uh some of the characters were pretty cool uh i really actually love the soundtrack soundtrack i feel like surpasses the entire game in terms of like how just flipping good it is like a ton of memorable tracks you know they really tie well to what's happening on screen Mm -hmm. and um yeah and i still listen to it to this day i still listen to the soundtrack
1: that's cool. Well, good for you, Chad. You've managed to say some positive things, and due to your shitty internet connection, I didn't hear any of those. That's <laughs> all, all right. That's all right. You're all kidding. I heard was "babies, slaves, blind creatures, burr, burr, rival schools," burr, 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 burr. and that's all I really got out of that. But that's okay. I'm going to assume that you gave it a favorable write-up.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes Eric. So sometimes that's kind of what I felt about the about this game, but I'm not going to talk about that.
1: No, I've only mentioned things that I like. I mean, like seriously, like your connection was good, good when we started. It's so bad, I really didn't hear anything. I just, in fact, I may have talked over you a couple times because I just couldn't hear anything. I just started talking. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, he must he must be totally bored because he's talking over me." Well, I was totally bored because I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> but I, I mean, you're talking Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII, so I'm assuming it might have been boring, anyways. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, you know what's crazy, Eric is. Uh, is a uh, my our, our little brother Jared, who watched watched Andrew play Final Fantasy VII, uh, actually played through Final
1: Fantasy VIII, and this is a guy who never played an RPG in his life, and he's only read uh, through uh, like three entire books in his life. That's right. So that
0: was pretty amazing, and he actually he actually played it through to the end, and there was a point, Eric, where he's going up, uh, he's going to go find the optional hardest boss in the game, the Ultima weapon. And uh, he's going through dungeon after dungeon, hard monster after hard monster, and he's totally depleted most of his items, and most of his characters are near death. And I'm like, dude, dude, the weapon is just beyond the screen. You really, you really want to turn back now? Like, you really just want to go save? You know, you've, you've leveled up a couple times, you've lost a lot of items. Go save, go prepare, and then take on the monster. And he's like, no, dude. We're doing it right now. Yes, and it was like this impossible odds, and I couldn't believe it. But he actually did it. He pulled it off, and he had like this this sheer confidence in his eyes. Where he's just like, no, nah, dude, we're doing it now. And he took he took down like the uh, the hardest boss in the
1: game. Chavez yeah, is very reminiscent of the summer of two thousand five when I was playing Resident Evil four for the first time. Word. and you had already gotten through it and i was about to enter this one chamber when we're on like the second kind of stage now where you fight monks instead mm-hmm. of the town guys and you're like eric you probably shouldn't go in this room yet like you might want to like save and get some weapons and i was like no man we're going in and as soon as you go in like the door locks behind you you're in, like a shit ton of zombie monks attack you and stuff and oh, i yeah. and i had like eight bullets and you're like oh dude you know what eric i mean you're never going to beat this you should probably just like start the whole game over <laughs> And I'm like, "Ah!" and I just like ran like, you're like, you're going the corner and dodge and stuff. And I just like ran right, I like threw my body like a crowd surfer in a concert would at the monks. And I just stabbed the shit out of them for half an hour until I'd killed
0: them all. (laughs) I remember that. That was pretty amazing. That's the part of the game where like, Ashley Ashley, uh, is is kidnapped a few times and you have to like shoot down uh, monks like way yeah. over on the side to stop them from
1: like uh hounding her yeah and you're supposed to get weapons by smashing clay jars but there was like like four bullets in one and like a a, a stupid ass snake in another one that was pretty epic if i remember <laughs> i just crushed those people it was amazing <laughs> so let's talk about more things that we love now that we've gotten that final fantasy 8 shit out of the way <laughs> <laughs> Now, notice i did not mention the gameplay at all
0: <laughs> i know you're just like ah it's so
1: great let me just tell you about the story
0: <laughs> i mean from
1: what i heard that's right I, I didn't mention the ending at all either and nor will i on this podcast <laughs> well i'll tell you what true believers uh not only will i tell you some of the stuff that i love but i'll tell you about some of my secret loves from when i was Whoa. younger that are like embarrassing things just so like you know dudes. that i'm not bullshitting you <laughs> Like, He-Man's rippling pecs. Like, this is a real podcast. We keep it real. We'll even tell you the shit that we're too embarrassed to tell people just so you know that we're not just messing around here, man.
0: That's right. Wow. I have to think of an embarrassing secret. I got one. Here's here's a secret (laughs) love of mine.
1: Okay. The movie Hocus Pocus. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like I saw it in the movie theater when it first came out, and it's like, I mean, now remember... They yep. kill a child in the beginning of this movie. They suck the soul out of that girl, so they establish that even though it's supposed to be like a light fun movie, they ate a child's soul. So it's like it is kind of badass. Mm. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? They like sing that fucking song and they just just like, and they just suck her soul out, and she's like a seven year old girl. You know what? You know what I
0: think is hilarious about this movie now is that like three intensely. New York slash Long Island women play the witches. That adds something to yes. it for me, because awesome. it's like you got you got Bette Midler. She's like so New York. Mm-hmm. She lives on on Central Park, uh, and then it's, what's it? it's Sarah Jessica Parker, right? Yeah.
1: Yep, Sex in the City, and then the fat witch who rides on a vacuum, yeah. and she's got the super Long Island accent. I'm telling you, there's some things to like about this movie. And so it's like every year when they play it at Halloween, and my wife always wants to watch it because she loves it, and I always pretend like I'm like, God damn it, I don't want to watch this, but secretly I enjoy it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should watch, dude. You got to watch uh, the one video. I really feel like they that she actually did a good job on was uh, the Nostalgia Chick over at That Guy with the Glasses does an amazing review of this movie. Um, I mean, like, she, she points out, like, the whole, like, virgin thing. Mm-hmm. Like, every time, every time they, they call out the, the word virgin in this movie. uh, Yeah, so, step, t- take a step to the
1: left and go check out the Nostalgia Chick's review. It's really, really good. Yeah, they definitely make fun of you for not having sex in this movie. And yeah. don't forget they trap the witches in an oven and kill them at one point. I mean, you know... There's some things to like in this movie, and if even if you're like a tough ass dude, yeah, no, and like you know, uh, with the they resurrect the witches resurrect some zombie, yeah. like Billy Barty I think, uh, you know, and he kind of turns on them. It's a story about redemption. I'm telling you, it's embarrassing. It is. See right there, I let you, you know, our listeners. I gave you a piece of myself here. You are all right, Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric.
0: I, I have some, I've something to tell you. Okay, it's embarrassing. It's not. It's not totally about love. But it's embarrassing let's let's do it so 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 you know I watch my little pony
1: Yes yes, we've covered this that, one many times that,
0: that's not the embarrassing part. The embarrassing part is that I'm really into the culture and I really love the shit out of season one But season two, I've stopped watching because I didn't think it was any good. I just couldn't believe it.
1: Oh, thank God your internet connection went out. Because after you said, I love My Little Pony, I, I couldn't hear all any of the rest of the stuff that you said. So <laughs> thank God you, <laughs> your internet connection spared me. Whew. Yo, dodge the bullet
0: on that one. All right, I won't have to admit that anywhere else. Sweet, I'll have to listen to our show on Monday to see how it goes.
1: Yeah, it'll probably be like both of us going, <laughs> No,
0: <Nah, laughs> it's just
1: you. I'm totally cool. All right, um, <laughs> when I was a little kid in elementary school, I loved getting lice checks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I loved too. when the nurse called you into their office, and she used those toothpicks and like scratched the top of your head to look for lice because like you probably didn't have it anyways, but I don't know, like the toothpicks scratching in my head always felt so good, and I like whenever she was done looking, I was like, "Ah, <laughs> <laughs> sad I agree, Of course afterwards it like made your head hurt like hell, but while she was doing it, it felt so damn good. That's right, that's why uh you
0: know um. You know, think wh- whenever things got rocky between my my then girlfriend's now wife, mm-hmm. I would just whip out my uh, you know I let my I let my fingernails grow long when I was in college, and I would just like slap my fingernails on the top of her head and start scratching around, and it's like rubbing a cat's belly. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, 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 oh this purring sound happened. I just
1: want to go to like a massage parlor, and they'd be like, "You want happy ending?" I'd be like, "No, I want lice check." <laughs> scratch my head (laughs) give it to me baby
0: (laughs) that's pretty good you know it's funny it's like if there's ever an awkward silence i wonder if both of us are wondering if the other one's internet connection has dropped out no no
1: there's only silence when yours drops out and i'm just trying to like not step on your audio sweet so you can hear everything i'm saying i just <laughs> i just can't hear the boring stuff that you're saying boo <laughs> hey it's about love eric it's about love <laughs> no 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 i love everyone i just uh and i love that your internet is preventing me from hearing the boring stuff <laughs> okay well, well here's uh yes. here's another one Do it. um i love getting people to accidentally step in poop and not realize that i secretly made them step in poop Wow. You're like a s you're like a secret agent for shit. Oh yeah, man. Like we would play like football and stuff and I would always like you know, they'd get op- I'd be the quarterback and I'd throw the football exactly where the poop was. Oh no. <laughs> so they would like run routes and then like they'd catch the ball and step right in shit. I'd be like, Yes, yes. And they and they didn't realize it that I was the mastermind, the poop mastermind. They would just step in and be like, Oh man, I got poo-poo on my shoe and I'd be like, Yes, I got you, bitch <laughs> For like one time, uh, (laughs) I was being really mean, and I was like, "Yo, we got to sneak up on this one dude. All right, let's crawl on our hands and knees around the corner of the house so they really don't see us." And I (laughs) just lifted my arm and leg over this uh, smelly orange poop. and missed Ugh. it and the and the neighbor behind us went right through it. Hands, arms, <laughs> legs, like oh, uh. all and he was like, Guys, don't laugh and we were like, Ah laughing and it was like then not ran away, but I was like, I made you crawl and poop. <laughs> oh my god, Eric. I'm a poop, I'm a poop genius, man. Even nowadays, like now that I'm an adult, like the field behind our T V station where I work has like tons of deer shit. Mm-hmm. and so uh when other people are out there i i am looking at the ground and i lead the way and then i will step right over and they step right in it it's so good oh my god
0: <laughs> you're still getting those gullible kids
1: oh uh, and adults too i don't care i just uh, when i see poop i wa- i'm already thinking how can i get someone else to step in this <laughs> <laughs> wow well at least you're not but but at least you're not planting poop in the field right no no no, no man it's got to be natural Someone poops, I, mean, I just take advantage of it. If it's there, you might as well do something with it.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm just thinking, like, Eric at, like, 2 a.m. with, like, a ski mascot taking random poops outside no. people's doors. No, <laughs> no, no.
1: It's got to be all natural, man. That's what makes it genius. You have to bring them to the poop. You can't bring the poop to them. <laughs> There's <laughs> rules, Chad. There's a code of conduct with us poop bounty hunters. <laughs> C- so wait, civility, so, 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 Chad. Do you- civility. So, so, do you get, like, poop credits? <laughs> I should. Could you, you should,
0: like, trade it in for, like, I don't know, like, movie tickets or something.
1: Oh, like, when we went on vacation, we uh, um, we uh, parked the one car right next to some horse shit. So, like, hopefully the next time someone went to go into it, they'd step in it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch my feet when I'm around you, man. Yes. <laughs> when you're evil. <laughs>
0: You know, I think it's I think it's totally cool to be like, you know, to to trick people into uh, stepping in poop. It is not to, it is not cool at all to uh, what's to to leave your dog's poop out in the wild on a sidewalk next to some cars. No,
1: you should pick up. If it's your dog that does it, you got to pick it up. If if you That's just right. randomly come upon it, then you just might as well just take advantage of it. But yeah, pick up your own dog shit. Let's not be lazy, folks. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's terrible, and it rains, and then poop gets everywhere. So, Eric. Yes. I've been watching. So, uh, on the recommendation of one of the maniacs. Yes. I've been watching Giant Robo, the animation. Yes. So, it's a uh, it's an amazing, amazing animated series. Wait, hold on a second. That,
1: you cut out. I couldn't hear you. Did you say, was it just called Giant Robo, or is it Giant Robo Dildo? And I just didn't hear the last part. <laughs> Shut up. I, what, no, it's giant, giant Robo. Oh, okay. It sounded so exciting for a second.
0: Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. Giant, Giant Robo was released in, I want to say, I want to say 1992. But, uh, and uh, there was, it's, it's this amazing series. It's kind of like this conglomeration of characters uh, throughout um, the, like, the author's uh, career. Mm-hmm. So, Im- imagine you had an amazing career, and then at the end of it, you were like, you know, uh, like, actually, like, like... Um, like Stephen King he's like, you know I'm just gonna write this insane series uh starring a bunch of characters from uh, all of my books that were really famous that'd be cool yeah it's kind of like that, and it's like it's got giant robots and like evil plots to destroy the world and hot chicks and like a um, people with superpowers it's awesome mm. and uh i'm I'm watching the original dub because it's uh it's kind of like retro style animation okay it was released in it's released in like 19, 1992. You know, I had a, had one like release, one episode release every single year. Each episode's about forty-five minutes. Okay. But uh, but it feels like just just watching it with the original voice cast makes me like so nostalgic for anime in the nineties. Mm. Back when back when I could count all the good anime on like two hands, and like uh everything like all the good voiceovers were done in Canada, mm. and uh, everything kind of sounded like a certain way and felt a certain way, and I'm loving i mean not only is it like a great series mm-hmm. uh, i'm on like a, episode six right now but it's also like ah nostalgia ah like matte painted backgrounds you know nothing's done in computers you know like nothing's like painted on somebody's like touchscreen.
1: oh can i jump in for like one second do it <laughs> that's a little side uh side issue oh. where you said matte painting <laughs> Yes. So uh, there's a it's we're we're taping in Labor Day weekend 2012. Yes. And uh, the Spike Spike TV channels just doing the original Star Wars uh, movies all over and over and over again. Hooray! So I'm watching Return of the Jedi and it's that part where the Rebels are getting ready to fight and Han Solo gives a Millennium Falcon to Lando Calrissian to use. Mm-hmm. And they have a ridiculous matte painting of the Millennium Falcon behind them, <laughs> and like. Even, like, younger, I knew that that was, like, not, you know, I knew it was a painting. But watching it yesterday, I was like, holy shit. I like, it's, like, it's really bad. Oh. <laughs> like it's just, like, so obvious that, like, people use brush strokes. It's not even close to looking like the model that they use during the space scenes. Wow. And every time they look at it, it gets, like, more and more ridiculous. Every time they cut back to it, you're like, dude, it, it's fucking painted. Like, it's not even close. It's like a watercolor. <laughs> it's like i just keep looking at it and it was like at, at no point does that even look close to like stop cutting back to the painting it's this terrible <laughs> i still wow. i still love it but it was just it was made it was just kind of making me laugh it's like even as like a kid you could kind of tell it was like a fake background but when you look at it now you're like holy shit like i think george sure. lucas's kid drew it and they put it back there <laughs> <laughs> well
0: that's like that's like a I, I watched Evil Dead Two not too long ago, and mm-hmm. right in the beginning of the movie, uh, Ash and crew look up into the sky to see this evil-looking uh, full moon. Mm-hmm. But by today's standards, I mean like uh, I, I I don't know how he cut the original uh, movie, but by today's standards, you can really obviously see the the square that's like around the moon like it's just like a picture of a, of a full moon <laughs> like that's just been like stuck into the middle of this frame but it's obviously a square it's like it's it's not a jpeg but it's like somebody cut out a picture of a full moon yeah and like stuck it on some frames <laughs> i love it and it's really it's, obvious corners it's
1: so good and it's it's hilarious now i was watching return of the jedi the re-release special edition from the 90s when lucas um, took the Jabba scene and added like that fucking honeycomb creature guy that was singing.
0: Uh, so
1: like this was the special edition, and yet he didn't go and replace the matte painting background <laughs> with like a much better digital version of Millennium Falcon. It's like you added a terrible, terrible dance number to the Jabba scene, and yet you didn't replace the most glaring part of that video, the movie, which was the matte painting of the Millennium Falcon.
0: That's that just goes to show, man. You know, it's like. You didn't, like, they didn't take care of what was important, they just added some shit that they thought was cool.
1: Well, I know that I, I kind of crossed into hating a little bit there, mentioning George Lucas, so I will immediately go back to something embarrassing that I, that right. I loved. Okay. Great. So as a kid, I got a lunchbox in elementary school every two years. When, my, when our parents bought us a lunchbox, they had it last two years. Mm. So in first grade, I got a He-Man lunchbox, and it was a metal lunchbox back in the day, man, Metal. And so I had that for first and second grade. Third grade, I got Transformers, baby. Generation one. You know it. For third and fourth grade. Fifth grade, I had to choose, and I chose poorly Centurion's Lunchbox. Power
0: Extreme! (laughs) But
1: it was supposed to last me two years. So fifth grade. So sixth grade, you go to middle school. The first day of sixth grade, I walk into the cafeteria. There's two hundred kids and they're eating lunch. I'm the only fucking one that brought a lunchbox, right? Nobody. Everyone else brought plastic or but the plastic. Everyone else brought brown paper bags for their lunch. Now right. these are all the kids that were in fifth grade with me last year with lunch boxes, and they all brought brown paper bags for the lunches in middle school. And I was like, did I miss the fucking memo? Like, when when we took the tour of middle school, no one said, by the way, don't be a fucking baby and bring a lunchbox. No one said that. When I got my school supply list and my teacher list, no one said, don't bring a lunchbox. And then I get there, even the nerds, even the nerds brought, (laughs) like, the nerds still brought metal thermoses with their apple juice Uh in it. But they also carried brown paper bags. And I was like, how? And I'm like, holy shit, I've got to get through lunch with my Centurion's lunchbox. Every other person it's not having a lunchbox it's the first day of school you know it's like oh man i like i like ate with like my arms over the lunchbox kind of thing but i felt loyal so I took that Centurion's lunchbox and I stuck it in the top of my locker left it there all year and I just lied to oh. our parents and said that I lost it so I would have to get brown paper bags for the rest of the dime. but I felt like strangely loyal to the Centurion so I couldn't just throw them out <laughs> in the garbage because I felt that would be like doing them dirty so <laughs> I just kept them stuffed in the top of my locker and every time I opened it I had like a pang of guilt when I was a 6th grader uh. but damn it if I wasn't cool with my brown paper bag wow
0: middle school Middle school is where I first discovered how to pick a lock with a credit card. Yeah, I was like, it's like you can get into doors and lockers if they have a uh, <clears throat> if there's a simple locking system. You can just jiggle it with a credit card, and entry will be yours. Yeah, and of course
1: you didn't have a credit card, so you had your student ID card, and it worked perfectly.
0: That's right, and I, I even told, I even told because I was a good kid. I I told our principal, Mr. Bell. I was like, Mr. Bell, you can get into lockers. With a student ID card, and he was like, "Show me."
1: You fucking <laughs> narked to the principal. What? Dude? Are you what? kidding me?
0: I was, uh, dude. All right, I you you think uh, it was bad because people didn't tell you not to bring like your silly lunchbox into middle school? I wasn't told that people were gonna hate me in middle school. Mm-hmm. It was like a hate fest, man. It was like it was like I got hated on for like the clothes that I wore, just, uh, you know, for like people like around my locker like didn't like me. It was a traumatic time, and looking back, I was like, wow, all middle school kids are super mean. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's how it is. I
1: mean, like, see, I had good training, though, because in elementary school, we were always tough on each other on the bus, you know, like, ripping on mm-hmm. each other, kind of, like, made you hard. And then uh, when we were in middle school, all our friends, like, our, our best friends would sit at a table and lunch, and we'd all just rip the crap out of each other. And it's like, if and, you know, it was all kind of joking, but it was also kind of, like, it was kind of, like, making us tough, you know, like... Have it, so you'd have thick skin and stuff and it's like if you could take a good bash from one of your friends then it's like some dick down the hall can't hurt you anymore so we would really like sixth and seventh grade we just toughen each other up any kind of burn you could think of and then it just didn't really uh bother us after that that's nice no i didn't
0: <laughs> i I didn't have this that kind of support system
1: oh yeah man it's like it's like you know it's like go it's like after school just slapping each other in the face and punching each other a little bit just so like you know So you're, like, tough. We would just, like, mentally break each other, ripping you over the coals for anything we could think of, still remaining friends, and then it didn't hurt when some douchebag tried to do it to you. Wow. Yeah, that's what you got to do.
0: Yeah, well, somebody (laughs) should have uh, given me that memo and be like... Hey, uh, just uh, have your friends be assholes to you, and you be it back. And that, that way, when real assholes are assholes to you, the
1: then somehow you won't feel it's it. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I'm, see, I was in ninth grade and on into high school when you started middle school, so I just missed this. I just missed you having you mm-hmm. in my school, otherwise I could have helped you out with this. But I almost feel bad, like I wish you had come to me outside of school and asked me, and I would have I told you that. I was like, just be a dick to your friends, and it's okay, it makes it easier. <laughs> i'm sorry i wasn't there for you uh
0: that's okay bro that's okay i just had your perfect record as a student to live up to oh
1: i'm i i see i would i would that's why they called me the mayor because the mayor looks good for for joe public you know shakes hands Mm -hmm. kiss babies but the mayor's really secretly corrupt you know and steals your (laughs) money and stuff you just don't know about it so uh, I was nicknamed the mayor for the longest time, because I would usually mastermind the evil plots, but then the teachers thought I was a golden boy.
0: That's the right. The trick is to get st-
1: away with it, and then you get the best of both worlds.
0: <laughs> they had no idea. Uh, I'd come, I would come in first day, and they'd be like, oh, you're Eric's brother. Well, got a lot to live up to. He was great kid and great <laughs> A student. Yeah, and, and I was like, it's over. Yeah,
1: it's like, and when you... And this is the same teachers that when they left the room, I cut out I drew and cut out pictures of penises and put them on the projector, so they'd turn them on and see <laughs> giant dogs on there, and I would never get caught. So that's that's what you got to do, man. You got to be the mayor. You gotta you Amazing. gotta let them think they you know they vote for you because they think you're awesome, but you're secretly just as corrupt.
0: Wow. Yeah. I will watch my back around you and poo-tang. Oh my God.
1: I would just like the teacher would get up and I'd be like whipping spitballs at the board, and then they would turn around and you just kind of like. You just kind of like stare at the person next to you until the teacher kind of understands that you're fingering the culprit. <laughs> that's
0: that's amazing. I did not have those. You know what? That's a skill, Eric. I was not born with those skills. Here's what I would do instead. I got in big trouble on the bus, uh, <laughs> for like you know like things on the bus got really bad, mm-hmm. really bad. And I rode the bus into high school, which was not a not a great move, but there was nothing else I could do. Right. So uh, so people got in the habit of like throwing stuff on the bus. Right. And, uh, and uh, in my mind, I was like, okay, escalation. I'm going to throw something that nobody else can throw. Oh. <laughs> so so I had a nickel, right? Uh-huh. And I was in the very last seat on our bus. Very long bus. At least 20 rows of seats. Right. So I took this nickel, and I I grabbed my hand on the seat, went up for just a second, and whipped it as hard as I could. And I tell you, Eric, it got within like an inch of the ceiling but did not connect, and it just kept going. It went straight to the front of the bus and slammed into the mirror—the mirror that the bus driver uses to like monitor
1: you. Oh, Chad! Boom!
0: And uh, and once she was like, and she stopped the bus, and she was like, Aah! like this demon had erupted out of her, and she came back, and she was like looking at all of us, and like,
1: how did that?
0: I just couldn't defend myself because deep down I was like, why did I do that? I deserve to be punished. Oh, my
1: God. You know, I, no. I just
0: couldn't defend myself. Chad,
1: Chad, as the mayor, this is what I would have done. I would have stood up, too, and be like, yeah, who the fuck did that? This is bullshit. Our bus driver works hard, and it's tough, and she's got to drive all of us guys. You guys should show him some more respect. Who did it? I want to I show it. I want to <laughs> raise your hand right now. And then you jump right in, dude. That's how you do it.
0: Oh, uh, I will write these notes down and then uh travel back in time to nineteen eighty five and hand them to myself and give a big thumbs up and be like, Here you go. Well, it wasn't
1: eighty five Chad. it was probably like ninety ninety five for you, but Yeah, but I could really use those when I was five years old. Oh my god, old. and then and then you just like you can be like and you take the bus driver's side and be like, Hey, I'm going to I'm going to start asking some people around to find out who did it. Be like, and you know what? To tell you the truth, you know, I wasn't really looking in that direction, but I think it came from like six seats up to the right. I think I'm not <laughs> sure, so I'm going to start there. Dude, I used to get in fights on the bus, man. It was like you like you had the fight for the last seat in the back. Like that was the if you, yes. you were the king if you had that. And there we had some freaking battles back then. One dude sicked two guys on me because I had a John Elway football card and he wanted it. So wow. I had to fight two kids and I'm holding the card in one hand. So I'm uh, towards the window and I'm only punching with one hand and one and kicking with a foot. And I got two guys coming on me and I had to preserve the John Elway football card. Wow. Guess what? And still got that John yes. Elway card, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes <laughs> you tough on the bus. Wow. Yeah. Now, now, Chad, where you went wrong was. You don't want to throw the nickel forward on the bus. The trick is to throw things out of the bus. So now when we sat in the back, we didn't throw stuff forwards. We just opened the windows and chucked all sorts of shit out of the bus. (laughs) We even made it into a game. When We went over a bridge. We'd throw stuff out the window and see what would go out over the bridge and land in the water first. (laughs) So... And the escalation oh, the escalation that you speak of, if someone throws something at you, you don't throw something back at them, you take something of theirs and throw it out the window <laughs> <laughs> so you just take their hat and you throw their fucking hat out the window, and they can't even cry to the bus driver and stop to go get it because then they'd be looked at as a pussy, so they just have to lose their hat forever wow things 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 were different when I rode the bus, Eric, oh. that sounds pretty awesome. I just like I said, we just kept missing each other by like a grade, so. Mm -hmm. i feel bad i wasn't able to impart this wisdom on you but yeah the same thing you know you get enough fights on the bus you know like it's like that vin diesel mobster movie he's like 500 you get in 500 fights and then you know you're a man (laughs) it's like you know you get in like uh let's, let's say 10 you get in 10 fights on the bus and then afterwards people give you a little more respect
0: yeah well you know how i was as a kid i didn't quite understand uh you know, levels, like level 1 to level 10, I would just go to level 10. It, would, it would always get me in trouble.
1: It, this is true. I will admit, we, there would be some times where you would react in a certain way and be like, whoa, too much, Chad, too much. I know, I know. <laughs> I, was, I was the
0: crazy guy with the with the wild eyes. Yeah, you, you were a like, little
1: bit. You were a little bit.
0: It's like, are we fighting now? Are we fighting? I will kill you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're like, we, we'd be playing with our other brother, soccer in the backyard, and we're playing, like, no contact. So you just got to, like, just take the ball from the <laughs> other person without, like, you know bumping into them because we're just playing barefoot and stuff and Chad would just come over and we're like fucking kick you in the nuts and like run you right over and we'd be like Chad what the fuck and he'd be like what this is how we play Chad this is how I play soccer you <laughs> would be like yeah but we're just playing in the backyard for fun <laughs> Yeah, but like
0: you know, dial you know what, it but, down <laughs> come on I mean I was totally encouraged too I mean looking back like when I, when I played uh, you know JV and varsity soccer dude mm-hmm. it was like I, I didn't care who won or who lost as long as there was blood on my shoes by the mm-hmm. end and uh, when I would get off the field, because our dad would come to every game, he would be like, "Good job, son. You fucked him up." And be like, "Yeah, I know, Dad. Thanks."
1: <laughs> See, like my 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 soccer coach was like Mr. Miyagi from the first two Karate Kids, Oh. and your soccer coach was like that evil Karate Dojo guy from Karate Kid Three that totally brainwashes Danielson into violence.
0: That's right. He was like, "Make the shins bleed."
1: Yeah, yeah. So so it's really you know. It's not even really your fault in that case. Like, you just had cry to Kid 3 coach, and I had cry to Kid 1 and 2 coach. He, it, it actually, this is like, like, in all honesty, this is perfectly true, because
0: when we were really losing by, like, three points uh, during halftime, this is what our amazing coach would say. He'd be like, guys, I know we're losing, and, you know, we're probably not going to win. Mm-hmm. But, and then he would get really, really quiet, and he'd be like, but I want you to hurt those sons of bitches, and I want you to take out the star player and then they'll know that they shouldn't have messed with Springville. And Elvis <laughs> <See, laughs> would be like,
1: yes. <laughs> no, our, our soccer coach would just be like, at halftime, we'd be losing. and would be like, all right, it all starts with one pass. You just concentrate on making that one first pass, and we'll go from there. We can still do this. I believe in you guys. One, It starts with one pass. One pass. What's the score? 2-1? Fix it. And we'd be like, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's what happens when you have an evil coach,
0: you never win. Mm. We won we won one game out of the entire season my senior year. Uh, and people wondered people wondered why we sucked. It was our coach.
1: That definitely, yeah. I mean, it's definitely part of it. I I subscribe to the theory that a coach can make you 10% better or 10% worse on the field.
0: Well, let me let me tell you something, Eric. This guy he put he like we never scored any goals in our games, right? Yeah. And uh, to to rectify this, we uh, he was like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna have all defense, five defenders, two people on offense, a bunch of people playing halfbacks." And he never changed the strategy mm-hmm. ever.
1: That's yeah, that's not good. No. Well, well, this is good. You know, we've had first we we started the podcast with some love. Now we're kind of uh, breaking down our childhood issues. That's right. Um, but we this. Two things out there's one thing I want to talk about, and then we got to talk about our contest. Okay, uh, so you know, we, we got to talk a little bit of nerd stuff here. So, DC Comics has just put Superman and Wonder Woman together to bang. <laughs> that's
0: right, they really put them together. <laughs> they, they
1: sent out a press release with like the picture of them making out in the air with a lasso wrapped around them and stuff, right? And you know, and people are either saying, Oh, that's cool, oh, that's bad. Uh, I really don't care either way, Superman and Wonder Woman, but. What are some of the best comic book characters you do want to see bang? Oh, and I, of course I'll go first because I was thinking about this. Sure, I want Green Lantern with Starfire and Star Girl for a star <laughs> gangbang. bang. <laughs> Seriously, like who's hotter? I mean, first of all, Starfire she just oozes sexuality. But then Star Girl, I don't know, man. I mean, first of all, Star it says girl, but she's clearly an adult. So let's not let's get our minds out of the gutter here. Yeah. Um, just like Batgirl's an adult, but Star Girl, man, I don't know. She's sexy. She doesn't show as much skin as some of the slut superheroes. Sure, like there's, Power Girl. Yeah, they I like Power Girl. But there's something about Star Girl I've always thought was like super sexy. So Green Lantern, Starfire, Star Girl, gang bang. boom. Well, who who do you wow. want to who do you want to see get together? <laughs> I want to see. All right, I
0: was also thinking Lanterns. I want to see. I want to see. Uh green lantern and sinestro get it on oh, oh that would be right. rough
1: they'd be able to use to see... their rings to make weird constructs that's right <laughs> i want to
0: i want to see i want to see like a touching scene where green lantern says to sinestro you're the only one my powers don't work on
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: somehow that leads to rough sex
1: ah see i was thinking something like that but the opposite i was thinking batgirl and catwoman it's oh, like okay. let's just leave Batman out of this bullshit. He can go train Robin some more, but Batgirl and Catwoman, like Catwoman, would like try and corrupt her. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, you know, this is what you're really feeling. You'd be like, I can't, but I will. That would be a hot.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you know what I wanted to see? actually back back in the day when I collected New Mutants comics. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a character called Boom Boom. Yes, uh, and I think maybe she's still alive in the Marvel universe. Probably she makes little but... bombs and counts them down. That's right, but she was an asshole. She was the character you'd love to hate right. in the original New Mutants because she came on, she was an outsider, she didn't like anybody. Everybody's making fun of her. I, wanted, I I what I wanted to see was, I just wanted to see her die. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like, like maybe there's like illusions of a sex scene, and then she gets decapitated. bam! Mm. Maybe the Silver Samurai comes over and puts his silver dong into her too many times.
1: <laughs> He's just like,
0: yeah, you got tetanus down there. Ba-bam! Oh, my God. <laughs> takes some of those bombs and stuffs it up some someplace unpleasant. I don't know.
1: Uh, puts a on a string and puts them in her butt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you are a parent, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> We're too dirty. <laughs> um, oh, well, here, here's probably, I think, my last one would be okay. uh, Flash. Flash flash and everyone in the room <laughs> <laughs> but like so fast i don't even know it so he's like bop, 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 like all like in the entire oh, justice God. league and everyone's like whoa what the fuck just happened shit like <laughs> even even aquaman's like whoa whoa what just happened and flash like oh sorry no, no, no. aquaman's like i know what happened <laughs> so like flash <laughs> is just like everyone real quick bla, 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 bla. and everyone's wow. like let's all go outside and smoke one <laughs> Ew! Let's all
0: let's all go to the bathroom because you know that going to the bathroom after the sex prevents urinary tract infections.
1: Oh, okay. This is when it's right. from funny to it's weird. A, it just got real. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that anymore. <laughs> let's we're gonna have to switch the topics, Chad. You fucking killed the topic. Wait wait, 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 wait! I got one more. I got one more. Oh my god! Okay. I want to see a Marvel DC
0: crossover <laughs> where Apocalypse and Darkseid finally get to get it on.
1: Dark Side and That's who? Right.
0: And Apocalypse.
1: Oh, jeez. <laughs>
0: That's right. Because I feel like for so long, they're the same goddamn character. You know, it's yeah. like uh, Apocalypse is the original mutant. You know, he's been around since, like, forever. He's really hard mm-hmm. to, to to kill. The same thing with Darkseid. Darkseid, he's, like, always, like, the number one evil bad guy. You don't want to mess with him. He's got Omega Beams and stuff like that. I feel like, one, for one night, forbidden passion <laughs> between...
1: Oh my god, Chad. Not... Dude,
0: Apocalypse the shapeshifter at Dark's uh, dark side, I don't know what his deal is. I mean, yeah, he's indestructible and he has magical love beams coming out of his eyes.
1: Mm. See, I, this would have been like like kind of weird for me to hear you say this and but now that you've opened up about your troubles on the bus, it's all kind of connecting. <laughs> <laughs> it That's all right. makes sense to me.
0: <laughs> I don't go to level 1 with slash fiction. I go to level 11. It's true, you
1: did. You just jumped right into like, you know, the craziest combinations.
0: I want to see Voldemort take his wad and shove it up Harry Potter's butthole. Bam! Yeah.
1: yeah, see, I had three, and I tried to lead off and like build them up, and you just went straight to the top. That's
0: right. <laughs> well, you know what? It, you know what it was. I just I just read like a cracked article of like five five insane uh, slash slash fictions that that will change your life. Including, including mm. Goku getting it on with Anne Frank and World War II.
1: Oh, my God. Was that posted by Casper <laughs> Fine Rasmussen? Cause he oh, usually, absolutely. usually he usually posts some good cracked articles for us.
0: That's right. I appreciate, Maniacs, when you post anything on our Facebook page. It makes me happy. Yes,
1: and let's, and let's get to that because, you know, we do show love. And we show love to our fans. And they hit 220 likes. So one week later, it's already time for another giveaway. That's right. Yeah, dude, it's so amazing. I yes.
0: mean, uh, I mean we, we hit 220, so it's time for the next tier yeah.
1: and, of video and, game giveaways. And to recap last week's, I did select Donnie Sanders' Fat Vampire Slayer uh, picture as my winner. Mm-hmm. I did contact him on Facebook, but I have not heard back yet. So Donnie Sanders, if you're not on Facebook recently, but you're here in this podcast, contact us so we can, I can mail you our, your video game prize. That's right. He's probably in hiding. He's like, oh god, he wants to send me something with Lego on it. Mm-hmm. And fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, we're going to have a new contest, and um, you know, last time we asked you to draw fan art and stuff, and we really loved the submissions. But at the same time, you know, we want to make this one uh, a little bit different, so it's not just to who uh, who is artistic. That's uh, right. So this one, obviously we just published our book, Fat Vampire Slayer, recently, and it was basically and I love you to you guys because we took all these different references from our podcast over the years and wove them delicately into the storyline. <laughs> and, and based on how big a fan you are of our show, you either recognized a bunch of them or you didn't but still enjoyed the book. Mm. Oh, so this contest is, you have to tell us how many podcast references are in the book Fat Vampire Slayer. Wow. How many references? So, for instance, I will give you one right now. The Amish character Jebediah comes from one of our earlier episodes when, in our episode was titled Super Jebediah Brothers because we talked about how fun it would be for an Amish video game. Mm. So that was a reference from our podcast. So I wrote the character Jebediah in there. In fact, we even referenced him as Super Jebediah at one point in there. So that was boom. If you listen to Super Jebediah Brothers, our episode from like 2010, you'd be like, aha, I got this shit. I understand this. So that would count as one reference. Now, you can't... Uh, it's only It counts as one. So it's like you don't count every single time Jebediah shows up in the book. You just say, boom, Jebediah is a character. It's from podcast. Boom, that's one. Now, if that character were to say a quote or something from another one of our uh, podcasts, that is a second reference. And so you see how this goes. So anytime you're reading the book and something pops up as a reference that we threw in there from one of our shows, count it. Basically, when Chad posts... This episode on Facebook, in the message thread of our podcast, just you don't have to say what they are, just say the number. So if you think there are eight references when Chad posts this episode, post in the message thread eight. You don't have to say all of them because we're not going to make this hard on you. Just say the number. And the beauteous thing is, even if you didn't read the book, that's okay. Just guess. Just say uh, 17, and you don't have to read the book. It's like uh, when your teacher would put jelly beans in a jar, and you had to guess how many jelly beans were in there. You didn't count the jelly beans. You just gave an educated guess. So you don't have to read the book. So this isn't biased. We're not trying to make you buy the book or anything. You can just take a guess. However, if you read the book, you might have a little bit more of an advantage. I would say, I would say there are at least... 10,000 references. Yeah. <laughs> a minimum of 10. Don't guess below 10. If you didn't read the book, don't guess below 10 references. <laughs> so, uh, and like I said, you know, someone like Jebediah is clearly a reference, but you don't you don't count it as one time every time he shows up in the book. When he shows up in the book, boom, that is one. But if he says something or does something else that's a different reference, then you can count that. Where does that make sense? That total sense. And the win, uh, you know, last time we gave away
0: 10 video games. Yes. Uh, this week, we will also give away 10. Look, different console, different brand. Look at and, that uh, shit. Pre- prepare yourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, all you got to do, but
1: at the same time, don't, like I said, post your answer in the thread of this podcast episode because if everyone just posts a, their own separate guess, it's going to destroy our Facebook page. It's going to push all our topics way down below the timeline. So, just post it in our actual thread of this podcast. if we have it all contained in one spot, it'll be a lot easier on us all right you have you
0: have a week, maniacs.
1: we're gonna announce the winner on our next podcast. What's that? I said
0: uh they have a week,
1: yes, yep, you've got one week to do this so uh you know if you did if you did uh enjoy the book, feel free to go back and take a slightly better look at it and if you liked it, please do rate it at Amazon we got a couple nice reviews, I really do appreciate that dudes, thanks for your love um, but yeah, or just don't even read it, who gives a shit and uh, just, just give your best guess as to, you know, you know who we are so just be like, you know, 1 million and see if you're closest, whoever's closest wins, you don't have to be right on the point doesn't matter if you go over whoever's closest wins, and if there's a tie you both win word well, it's very, it's very gracious of you, Eric. Hey, very nice. Don't ever accuse this podcast of not showing love, because we do love you, dudes. That's right, in a <laughs> in like a bro man love kind of way. The only people we don't wow. love is people who hack us from Belarus and Shia LeBeouf, <laughs> in that order. Yes, yeah. If all Shia, right. Lu- if Shia LaBeouf and George Lucas were watching the movie Prometheus, <laughs> it would be like the worst thing of all time. I want, I want George Lucas to like remake movies that he had
0: no that that he did not make. That's what I want to see. I want to see like a George Lucas style remake of like some movie from nineteen seventies that, you know, was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna remake this movie. I'm mm. just
1: gonna put like some CG over top of it. Oh, he kind of did. He made that movie Red Tails, but it was really just remaking Top Gun. Oh, really? But he just set it in like a whole different time period and stuff. I'm Hilarious. To- I'm kidding, but um, <laughs> that if you watch it like that, it might be more enjoyable. Mm.
0: Well, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, thanks for listening, Maniacs. We're a weekly video game slash film podcast, and occasionally we're about Yeah, uh, You can check us out on iTunes. We're at com and ElderGeek.com, and uh, please like us on Facebook. When we get to the next 20 likes, 240 yep. is going to be another huge giveaway until all my video game collection mostly is gone.
1: Let's do it, man. Mm. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you next week. Alright, I can't hear anymore, so bye! Jump now, engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith
0: disturbing. One shall stand.